Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. When embarking on any sort of digital transformation, there are a lot of pitfalls along the way. It can be easy to get into trouble and to run into problems as you go through the transformation. So what exactly do you do when you run into these sort of problems? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach the third stage of their digital transformation journeys. And as you're embarking on any sort of digital transformation, whether it's an ERP implementation or a CRM, HCM, supply chain management, business intelligence, whatever sort of technology or technologies you might be deploying, it's really easy to run into trouble. In fact, it's more often than not that you are gonna run into some sort of challenges and pitfalls and speed bumps along the way. So what I wanna to do today is talk about what to do when you run into turmoil, when things start to get turbulent, what do you do? How do you recover the project? How do you get it back on track? And even before that, how do you ascertain what the problems are, what the root causes are, and really get to the heart of how to fix those problems? And that's what I'll talk about here today. The first way to resolve potential challenges or problems with your implementation is to avoid those challenges or problems in the first place. So in other words, you want to proactively mitigate risk and avoid the risk to the extent that you can. Now, obviously this is a lot easier said than done. And if you're watching this video, it may be that you're already in trouble, but before I get to the heart of what to do if you're already in trouble with your deployment, it helps to back up and look at what can we do to avoid getting into those problems in the first place. And that really comes down to program management, project governance, and overall risk mitigation and project controls. If you can get the right governance and risk mitigation mechanisms in place, the project controls in place, you're more likely to identify these risks before they become problems. And one of the key challenges with digital transformations is oftentimes if you haven't done a lot of transformations throughout your career, you don't recognize that you're in trouble until you see it and feel it. And if you're more experienced or you're working with a partner that's more experienced, you should be able to identify and anticipate those risks and challenges and problems ahead of time and mitigate them before they become a problem. The problem with waiting until you feel the pain of whatever the challenges are is oftentimes, more often than not, it's too late to fix those problems and you need to really get ahead of those risks if you really want to remediate them proactively. Now, later in this video, I'm gonna come back to this point of how to proactively address risk. And I'm gonna talk about some of the more common risks and challenges that most organizations experience during a transformation. But in the meantime, I wanna show you this graphic that I'm gonna put in front of you right now. And this graphic shows you a quality assurance framework that we use with our clients to help identify and anticipate what the risks are throughout the project. And I'm gonna come back to this in more detail, but I wanna show you what that looks like. And you can actually download this by going to our website. I've included a link below. You can download this framework as a way to reference some of the risks that you might be facing in your transformation. Now, the next step, once you've proactively identified what the risks are, is to now objectively evaluate those risks. Not all risks are created equally, nor can you expect that you're going to mitigate and fully eliminate all risks that exist in a project. 
So the framework I showed you a few minutes ago is a good way to identify what the risks are, but now we need to evaluate those risks. And the key here is to not be overly optimistic and not to deny the fact that there are risks. At any point in your project, even if you're just starting out, you should have identified a laundry list of potential risks or risks that are becoming realized within your organization. If you haven't, you're probably either in denial or you're just not seeing what those risks are. So the key here is to recognize what the risks are, to prioritize them and really attack the ones that are most important and time permitting. Sure, we would all love to address all of the risks, but at the very least, you should be addressing those risks that are of biggest concern and the biggest threat to the success of this transformation. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Now, a lot of times when we're assessing risk in a project, what we're really looking at are symptoms of other root cause issues. And so the key with risk mitigation is not to go attack the symptoms, but to attack the root causes of what's actually causing those symptoms and those things that you might actually be seeing and feeling within a transformation. Just to give you an example of the difference between a common root cause and symptom is that oftentimes organizations find themselves in a situation where they're customizing the software. They're over-customizing the software that they're deploying. And it's easy to think, well, that's our problem. We're over-customizing the software, so let's not customize anymore. The problem with that is over-customization is typically a symptom of a deeper root cause. If we fix that symptom, we're not addressing the real root cause, which is more commonly the fact that organizations resist change is the reason why so many of them try to customize software and try to force software to do things it wasn't built to do. So what we really need to do is not ignore the customization issue but to focus more on getting after the root cause of the fact that the organization is resisting change. So with each identified risk, we need to look at what is the real root cause of that risk. And this is back to the point I made earlier of the fact that you don't wanna wait until you have all these symptoms that have percolated to the top or to the surface of the project. You wanna to try to anticipate those and actually attack the root cause and anticipate those root causes becoming a problem before those symptoms start to appear. So in other words, back to my example a moment ago, if our real root cause is resistance to change and that's why we're customizing software, ideally we don't ever get into a situation where we're starting to customize software. Ideally we attack that problem before that becomes a symptom. So that's where through expertise and objectivity and a technology agnostic approach to implementation, you should be able to anticipate and understand what those issues are before they become symptoms later on in the project. So earlier in this discussion, I showed you a graphic of a quality assurance framework we use to help manage and identify risks along the way. And while this framework is a great way to uncover and draw out what the risks are, it doesn't necessarily tell you what the risks are and what those common challenges are that organizations face. And that's why I wanna share with you today is 
those most common risks that we usually see as a root cause with why so many organizations run into trouble with their implementations. So one example of a common risk that we see in these sorts of transformations is misaligned expectations or unrealistic expectations. We think that we can implement the solution for X amount of time with X amount of budget, with X amount of resources, when in reality, that's not realistic. It's really gonna take something more than that. And that's a phenomenon that we always see with our clients. We see it time and time again, where software vendor and system integrator and sales reps mismanage expectations and create this false expectation of what it's really gonna take to get the job done. And so that's one of the most common, most powerful root causes of implementation challenges and failures is that if we have unrealistic expectations, we're gonna end up cutting corners later on because we're trying to force fit our transformation into an unrealistic box of time, money, and resources. Another common challenge is misalignment. We as a team are not aligned. We don't necessarily share the same vision of where we're headed with this transformation. We're not rowing in the same direction. The overall transformation doesn't align with the overall corporate goals and objectives. All those things create misalignment and it creates headwinds on a project. So it doesn't matter how great the technology is or how well you develop and deploy the technology. If you're not aligned as an organization, you're gonna run into a lot of trouble and that's gonna present itself in a number of other forms. Another common challenge is project governance and controls. We're not managing the system integrator. We're not managing our internal resources. We're not managing the other third party consultants. At the end of the day, you need project governance and controls that put you in charge and in control of the project rather than assuming that your system integrator or your third-party consultants are gonna manage risk for you and manage the overall governance. Similarly, lack of transparency into what your system integrator is doing and why they're doing what they're doing is something that is commonly a problem. And this is why so many implementations go over budget, take longer than expected, and ultimately you don't have the internal ownership that you would expect is because you've deferred too much to your system integrator, to your outside partners, without enough transparency into what they're doing, enough visibility into what they're doing. At the end of the day, you need to have involvement in your hands in what exactly is being done by these system integrators. And then last, but certainly not least, organizational change management or lack thereof. A lack of focus on organizational change management will typically lead to other challenges, other symptoms. And I used the example earlier of over-customization being just one of many examples of symptoms that trace back to a lack of focus on organizational change management. So these are just a few examples of some of the risks you should be aware of. These are some of the most common risks that you may encounter on your projects. So you wanna make sure you're identifying these as potential risks for your transformation. So once you've identified all these trouble points or these failure points, these risks, whatever you wanna call them, you wanna make sure that you create a recovery plan. What is it we're gonna do to get our project out of trouble and back on track. And like I said before, you start with the low hanging fruit, the stuff that has the biggest impact on the project with the least amount of cost and effort and the least amount of disruption to your project. So you wanna prioritize your remediation plan to really go after those low hanging fruit issues as quickly as possible. And then you work your way down the priority list to hopefully get to a majority of the risks that you've identified. Once you've done this, and once you have this project recovery plan, it's important to also in parallel start to identify how we can proactively get ahead of those risks back to the first point I made in this discussion. So making sure that we don't just find ourselves in constant remediation mode, but rather we remediate and then we get ahead of the risk and we start to anticipate better going forward. And this is something we provide to our clients. We typically work with our clients to help anticipate risk, help them understand what the risks are before they become a problem, before the average layperson understands and feels the risk. 
So this is one way that you can do this is through an independent technology agnostic partner that can help you manage this sort of an implementation and get it back on track. So for more information and best practices on how to make your transformation successful, I certainly encourage you to check out other videos on this channel on the topic of risk, project failure, lessons from failure, as well as implementation best practices. But I also encourage you to download some of the resources I've included below. In particular, our digital transformation report. It's an annual report that covers best practices related to implementations, gives you some guidance on how to manage organizational change management, and it even covers an independent ranking of the top systems for different categories within enterprise technology. So I encourage you to check out that download. You can download that via the link below. So I hope you found this information useful. I hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.